Welcome to Design for Love. I'm Emily Kelly, a women's love coach and human design reader. And each week I talk about my three favorite topics, mindset, manifestation, and human design, and how you can use them to find the love and romantic relationship you want. If you're ready to transform your love life, then stay tuned. I can't wait to share my latest tips and tricks that will help you attract your life partner. Hey everyone, and thanks for joining me for this latest episode. And today I'm going to be talking about how to read your human design chart for love. So in the show notes, you'll find a link to this blog post, and you'll also find a way to download a human design chart for reference, where I've highlighted a number of the key areas that I'll be covering off today. So let's get started. Firstly, do you remember the first time you saw your human design chart? So it combines elements of astrology, Kabbalah, the chakra system, and the I Ching. So it's no wonder when you look at it, you can feel incredibly overwhelming. I mean, I still look at mine years on and just am always consumed by the intricacies of it. So how do you actually read it? And how do you create meaning from what you're reading? So I think this is one of the biggest challenges. And even as a human design reader, one of the things that can be easy to do is to get caught up in the minutiae and the different aspects of the chart without being able to articulate clearly what that meaning is for the client and the implications for their lives. But in this post, I'll share with you how I read the human design chart for love and what I look for and what it means. So firstly, we're just going to talk about what the body graph is. So you might have heard Rave Mandala, body graph, human design chart, and they're all, they are all different. So the body graph resembles a schematic map It contains various geometric shapes and lines that are defined or not. So they're either colored in or they're white. And that's based on the positions of the celestial bodies at the time of a person's birth. So that's our personality. The time of birth is what determines the personality. So those are the red lines in our chart. So those are the conscious red lines. And then roughly three months before our birth, that's when our design is established. And those are the unconscious black lines. What you will see in the body graph itself are the nine shapes, which are the centers, and each of these correspond to different aspects of our nature and our behavior. So these centers are defined depending on the channels that connect them or not. A channel consists of two defined gates that have been activated, but just as importantly, the centers in white can also affect our experience. In this case, the white centers either have no defined gates or just hanging gates that have no connection with their corresponding gate in the respective channel. So looking at your body graph, just looking at the body graph itself, so even without having the words and everything to go alongside of it in a human design report, you can determine the type, the strategy, the authority, and as well as the individual's definition. So the chart, and just to differentiate what the chart is versus the body graph, is the chart will actually list out the activated gates and as well as the expression of these gates, the lines. So the chart includes the activation of the gates according to the planetary positions at the time of birth and your design. In this, you can discover more deeply the role of the gate in your chart. So when you look at it activated in your chart, you can see, you know, this is a gate that's activated in my throat center, for example. But when you can look at the chart itself, you can see that it's connected to a planetary position. So, or to a planet. And, and this can change the energy of the gate. So, for example, if you have gate 24 activated, 
It has a very different way of manifesting your life if it's associated with your sun, your personality sun, or your moon design. Uh, you also see the second number, which is a number from one to six, and these are the lines. This is the specific expression of your gate. So this also influences the expression of your gate. And these come from the I Ching hexagram. So looking at your chart, you'll probably be most interested in learning your profile, like when it comes to love, and we're looking more generally at the chart. So be interested in learning your profile, the lines of your sun and earth in both personality and design. So those profile lines, you can determine them by looking at the sun and earth gates in both the personality and design. So looking at that information, we're able to determine your human design type and strategy. So the defined centers and channels in your chart determine your human design type. So generators have a defined sacral center. Manifesting generators have a defined sacral center, and they have a connection from a defined motor center to the throat center. And this can be a direct connection or maybe through another center. Reflectors have no defined centers, all white, and no full channels, only defined gates. Projectors have no defined sacral center and neither do manifestors, but manifestors have a connection from a defined motor center to the throat center. When it comes to love, from understanding your human design type, you can understand your human design strategy, which guides us in entering into relationships correctly. And I can't stress this enough. So as they say in human design more generally, if you're not following your strategy and your authority, then you can't really maximize all of the other elements of your human design. So, and the same is true for love. So when you want to enter into a relationship correctly, it's really important that you follow your human design strategy. So when I'm working with clients, it's advising them to follow their specific strategy based on their type. So for generators, and that includes manifesting generators, it's wait to respond. For projectors, it's wait for the invitation. For manifestors, it's to inform and for reflectors, it's to wait a lunar cycle. Have you tried all of the dating advice out there and still struggle to meet someone you truly connect with? It may really all come down to your design, your human design. Each of us is designed in a certain way for love and relationships. In my upcoming masterclass, you can learn the key features of your human design chart that can help you create a more fulfilling love life. Visit the link in the show notes to register now. Next, we look at your authority. So again, another huge important component when entering into relationships correctly is looking at your understanding your authority. So you can determine your decision-making authority by looking at the definition of your centers. So based on what's defined and undefined, you can determine your authority by understanding the hierarchy of these authorities. So firstly, what we start off with and the one that will always dominate if it's defined is the solar plexus. And this is true for about half of the population. They have a defined solar plexus and they have a solar plexus authority. Next is defined sacral, which to have a defined sacral and that be your default authority, you have to have a undefined solar plexus. The next would be a defined splenic center. So if you have an undefined solar plexus and an undefined sacral, but a defined splenic center, then you are a splenic authority. Next is defined ego. So in those, if all of those other areas are undefined, but you have a defined ego, you have an ego authority. 
Next, if you have a defined G and all the other centers undefined, you guessed it, then you have a self-authority. And if you have no definition below the throat, so no inner authority, that is environment as authority or a sounding board authority. And then with no definition, all white centers, you have a lunar authority, your reflector. Knowing and understanding your authority is essential, again, for entering into correct relationships, as I said. When you follow your authority, you will know which relationships are healthy for you and which ones to bypass. And it can take some practice. I know there's a lot of instances where we can look back and go, oh, I knew that was wrong from the start, but we pursued it anyway. But knowing as we become stronger in our authority, knowing that the short-term pain of ending a relationship that is not correct is worth avoiding the long-term pain of committing to something that you know isn't correct for you, or that you realize months or years later that it wasn't correct for you, but you never trusted your inner knowing. So yes, it's true that this is important for relationships, but the way you can build your the muscle of your authority and your strategy as well is, of course, using in all areas of your life. Next is definition. So definition refers to what's defined. Yes, so it refers to what's colored in your chart. But it also refers to how the areas of definition in your chart are connected or not. So I'm just going to talk about the two biggest groups of definition based on the population, and that's single definition and split definition. So a single definition person has all defined centers connected. So that means all the channels connect to all the centers. So there's no gaps. They feel inherently whole, and they do not need another person to make them feel complete. On the other hand, a split definition always feels like it's missing something and will seek to fill this gap between their two defined areas. I am a a wide split, and I can completely identify with this because I have whole channels between my two centers that are open. So these are the most common types of definition, but there are also a triple split, quadruple split, and then no definition, which is the reflectors. So the next important area to look at with your chart, and as I mentioned, this is more evident in the human design chart than in the body graph itself. So your profile is determined by that second number in your sun and earth personality and that second number in your sun and earth design. So they're the top four boxes of your chart on the right and left. These two numbers create the profile. So there are 12 different profiles, 12 different combinations of those numbers. But you can also, when it comes to relationships, you can look at the individual numbers themselves to inform how you like to meet and connect with your prospective love interests, specifically your personality number. So your personality number will be what you're most aware of. So you'll be It'll probably be something that you're comfortable with in terms of how you like meeting people, but you're also influenced by your design and in your love life will play out in this regard unconsciously. So for example, I'm a four six. So I like to meet dates through friends of friends, introductions, or even by building friendships first. So that's my line four. But my six also means that I might completely isolate. I might not be able to commit or I might just want to go off and do my own thing. And if I'm not, if I don't have awareness around this, this can be difficult in relationships. So the four is all about connection and relationships, but the six is very much around me pursuing my kind of higher goals. And another example is if you're a one, three, you may love to learn. So you, that conscious one is that you love to learn all you can about your potential amour, but that doesn't stop you from seeking out lots of different types of people and relationships. Because while consciously you may love gathering information in unconsciously, you learn through experience. 
So that's how you can read your human design chart for love. But wait, there's more. Of course there is. We also have the centers to consider, which can be conditioned. They can be conditioned by other people. So our open or undefined centers can be conditioned by others. But we can also have our defined centers conditioned by our upbringing in the world around us. And then, of course, there are the gates. The gates have a huge role in how we love, which I will cover off in a different episode. So the definition of these both determine just how functional, or I have to say dysfunctional, because I know for me, I noticed a lot of dysfunctional patterns in my love life, and I could see them in my human design chart. And we might experience this and how we experience this in love and relationships. So this isn't from these areas themselves necessarily, because, you know, it's we're not inherently dysfunctional in our design, but it can be the results of the conditioning of the centers. As I mentioned, that's both defined or undefined. Well, we can be conditioned. And the low and high expressions of the gates. Going into a bit more detail around the gates, they do have high and low expressions, and those can those can be evident in our lives in either way. So this can create certain patterns in our love lives. So for me, for example, I have a number of gates that have a low expression, which is very much aligned to codependent behaviors and relationships. I have gate 24, which can have a low expression of addiction, including relationship addiction, 19, codependency, 27 as well can be around this kind of selfless desire for healing. Selflessness is kind of is the positive expression but there can also be kind of a selfish desire to manipulate others for their love and for their approval. So I've really had to become aware of this to tackle my codependency and relationship addiction. So if you're interested in learning more about how to interpret a human design chart for love, I have an upcoming masterclass. The link will be below and you can register uh, for that there. And if you want to dive deep into your own chart, I recommend booking a reading with me to unpack key areas of your chart and what they mean for you and how you love. In the 75-minute session, we'll look at your type, strategy, centers, gates, definition, and profile and discuss how you can attract and experience love in a aligned way. So I'll also put that link in the show notes as well. So thanks a lot for your time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're looking for more information about the topics covered today, click the show notes below. I want nothing more than to see amazing women experience the love they deserve. So if you're interested in learning about how I can help you, go to Instagram, Emily Kelly Love Coach. Also, please remember to rate and share this episode and subscribe for future episodes. I'll be back next week with more tips on using mindset, manifestation, and human design for love. Until then, remember what an amazing human you are and just how lucky your future life partner is.